This is the Cultivating this Compassion. Is the Cultivating this is Cultivating the Cultivating Compassion, Compassion Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is the Cultivating Compassion podcast. I guess to start, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Jane Watts. I'm the executive director of the Rosslyn Charitable Foundation. And I'm your associate director, Dylan Sanders. I'm Ryan Botts, programs and events coordinator. And this is our first podcast for, uh, our first podcast episode for um, twenty. 20, and we're going to take a look back over 2019 and reflect on all of the cultivating work we accomplished and the lives that we grew. Dylan, we did a lot last year. So I guess the thing I would want to know is what was the most meaningful or what aspect of our work really uh, holds your memory or speaks to you the most of what we've done? You know, one of the things that I found most incredible uh, about last year's work is the fact that Ross's impact was so widespread. You know, one of the things that people ask me when I'm at a Rosslyn event is, did you know Ross? And I began at the foundation in 2017, um, so I didn't know Ross. Uh, I never had the opportunity to meet him. But in working for the foundation and being around uh, the members of Ross's community and in hearing stories, I've gotten to know Ross um, in some really amazing ways. And let me just say, Ross's community is so strong and so active in our work. And I think that's extremely evident in Give for Good, where we raised monumentally more than we have ever raised before, uh, like $28,000. That's evident in the Legacy Show, um, which was really the first time we had shown Ross's work um, since the foundation started. And, and so that legacy is, is so alive in our work today. You know, I, I forget that you didn't know Ross. I mean, you are so uh, in tune with what we're doing, and it, it, it really does surprise me here to hear you say that. But you're right. The community um, supports all of our work so well, and those that are coming to be part of the community who didn't know him are really grasping uh, the concept of our work that reflects his life, that aspect that we want to cultivate compassion, not just in individuals who participate in our programs, but we're also cultivating new nonprofits. Uh, we really do focus all of our work and energy around inviting people, giving people opportunity to give back, as we say, to grow lives that give back. And you mentioned the Legacy Show. I think for me that probably was the most meaningful piece we did last year. Um, it was our first time to show Ross's photographs since we started the work of the foundation. Um, and it was a way in which we really uh, were able to share more of our story in his life with people who came. We had a wonderful turnout, um, not just uh, people who knew him well, but new new members to our community people from all over yeah and we're gonna we're making plans this next year to do another legacy show with another aspect of his work so um i'm very excited about what we have done and and what we have to look forward to this year so we've been doing our work for what is it six years now and so one of the questions i would ask is um, after having finished our sixth year, 
What has been the most challenging aspect of, of our work? Um, of course, they all, as we've said earlier, it's uh, repeating things we've done and doing them better and improving. But I think that for 2019, perhaps the, the most challenging program that we offered was the run. The run's the first thing we started with uh, because Ross was a runner and such an avid outdoorsman. Because last year, it just seemed that we couldn't, that we didn't draw as many people to the run. You know, I run the Back Roads and Bayous Trail Run, where we invite people to run either three miles or 10 miles through farmland and down the levee and on dirt roads in the country. I think the community of trail runners may be um, limited. Uh, more people do 5Ks. But we also saw this past year a reduction in runners for the trail run series that we're part of with Sports Spectrum out of Shreveport. Yeah. Um, all the runs were down in numbers. So uh, so we're spending some time as we prepare for the run, you know, in, uh, in a few weeks, what, a month out, March 7th, uh, to see how we can get the word out more and recruit more people uh, and encourage people to get outdoors. Uh, so that, to me, has been the has offered the biggest challenge this past year. So Dylan, what would you say would be the biggest moment of growth or the most challenging aspect of our work last year? You know, I think that always when you're working in nonprofit work, one of the most challenging thing is to tell your story and, and really figure out the best ways for you to reach out to people and, and, and tell them why it is what you're doing, why it is, uh, I don't know how to say that. That but you're doing what you're doing. That you're doing what you're doing. And so um, I, I think that that is always a growing point. Um, it's something that we're constantly re revisiting um, because it is so important. It is so crucial when you're doing some sort of philanthropic work is um, people want to know that um, their man hours, their money is going to things that they care about and that they support. And so it's our job um, as an organization to really capture the interest of our donors and to really maybe reinvent yourself year after year. What is the best way for us to tell our story? Um, and so I think that, that that is a huge point of growth um, for, for not only us, but for all organizations, for all nonprofits. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you. I, I think we have, though, um, come up with some uh, creative ways. And I do believe that people are hearing or, or grasping the concept of what it means to cultivate compassion in people. Our podcast, for instance, here, we're hoping that this is a way to even broaden the story, broaden the scope of people who hear our story all uh, that much more uh, as we go forward in 2020. Where did you go? My long distant dream. So are there any dreams that really came to fruition in 2019 um, with our work? So it's funny that you asked that because as I was reflecting on 2019, I was realizing how many 
new things we really did launch last year. And they all are sort of falling into place as, as we more clearly define our board of directors and uh, our staff more clearly define what it is that we do that helps cultivate compassion in individuals, families, and communities. And to, to do it through uh, aspects of life that reflect who Ross was. And those aspects being the arts, outdoor adventure, and healthy living. So in the arts, we were able to launch our first artist in residence program. And it was, it couldn't have been any better. Uh, the two young women who responded in our mix of applicants and were selected, came into the farming community where Ross grew up, uh, got to know the people. They were both photographers and were looking forward to having a show of their work in 2020. So they didn't just respond to the program and have an experience. They are now woven into our community. And we follow them on Facebook and Instagram, and they follow us, and we see the ongoing ways that they're even impacting their own communities where they live and work. Both of them happen to be professors of photography at their respective locations. And so their, their impact or what they experience from the residency, uh, we're seeing carried out uh, even with their students. The other thing that uh, came about for us this year that I we didn't plan on because we didn't know it existed was the Back to Your Roots Conference. It seemed to just come our way as an opportunity to partner, uh, which is an aspect then of our healthy living where we support, as Ross was and did, um, support the sustainable agriculture movement, sh uh, supporting local um, utilizing local farms and produce, uh, working with area chefs, uh, all the aspects of what it means to be part of the sustainable or regenerative agricultural movement. So we were excited about that opportunity and we'll be repeating both of those in 2020. So they're becoming a core part of our work. I think the thing that's really important about work that just kind of falls in your lap is is really being able to listen and respond to the things that, that really come to us, um, opportunities that are presented to us. You know, here at the Rosslyn Foundation, we are all about collaboration. Um, and, and if somebody is coming to us with an idea that seems like something that we would pick up and run with, um, we, we are so willing to do that. Um, and so that's what's so interesting and, and incredible about the Back to Roots is it, it really did. It just fell in our laps and, and it was a, an event that, uh, you know, we were able to bring in the keynote speaker. We were able to um, host a farm to table dinner. Things that we are passionate about, um, things that really fit with our mission. Um, and, and we were invited into that. And so what is great about that is, is when you are in such a place with your organization that you are willing to sit and listen and respond accordingly, um, it really opens up a lot of doors for us. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the other thing that I'll say is, is Main Street Exchange, which is um, our Green Mission shop in downtown Ruston, uh, which allows us to have a presence in the downtown community. Um, it allows us to support local artists. Um, it gives us an opportunity to, to participate in different events that 
bring people in so that they can hear about our story. You know, another way we are able to be a part of the community is through our program, The Exchange, which is our association of nonprofit organizations that are serving North Louisiana. Uh, I won't talk too much about that today because um, I don't want to spoil the next episode, but that work has really allowed us to be a part of the community uh, and to make a difference in some really great ways through grants and awards. Um, that work has been so rewarding to, to get to know and bring together nonprofit professionals in our region, in our area. So I would say overall 2019 was a, a really fantastic year and we are more than looking forward to 2020. So that's our brief look back at 2019. If you want to read more about what all we're able to do, you can find more info on our blog on our website, or you can look at Facebook or Instagram because we've posted about things as they've happened. Another thing I wanted to tell you before we ended the episode was that the registration for the 2020 Backwards and Bias Trail Run is open right now. So the run is on March 7th, which is the first weekend in March, and we're about a month away from it now. And as we get closer, registration, the cost for registration will go up. So the best time to register is right now. You can either click on a link through our website or there's a Facebook event, but it'll take you to Sports Spectrum's website, and that's where you can register. We have the 10-mile run, the 3-mile run, and a 1-mile fun run. In addition to that, if you don't want to run, we have the 3-mile walk and a 1-mile walk option. If you really just, you don't live near us or you don't like being up early, then we do have the sleep-in supporter option, which is a great way for you to still support us while just being there in spirit. If you don't want to be active, but you do live near us or you do like being up early, then you can just come hang out. You don't have to come and run or come and walk. We have a lot of community members who just hang out for the day. There's music playing, there's food available, and it's a great opportunity just to enjoy a nice morning on Lynn Farms where Ross grew up. So like Dylan said, The Exchange had a fantastic year last year um, and is set up to do a lot of cool things this year. And so if you're interested in hearing more about The Exchange and what we were able to do for the community last year and kind of get a vision for what we are planning to do this year with it, then you should tune in to our next episode in February, which will cover that. We'll have a guest on, and so it'll be an interview-style episode. We'll be able to get a perspective on the program from someone who has benefited from it and is in the community. This episode was produced by Ryan Botts, Dylan Sanders, and Jane Watts, with support from Ashley Crook. Music was by Ross Lynn. Cultivating Compassion is a project of the Rosslyn Charitable Foundation and is recorded and produced in historic downtown Ruston, Louisiana. To learn more about the Rosslyn Foundation and how to support our work, you can visit us online at www.rosslynfoundation.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the Cultivating Compassion podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. See you next time.